0: To be. Hey, what's going on, family? What's going on, friends? My name is John Nushemeza. Meza. This is Isaiah 61 Exploits. Thank you, thank you so much for joining me today. Isaiah 61 Exploits exists to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ, to raise up men and women of God who will take their stand as oaks of righteousness for such a time as this my hope is for this channel and podcast to be a resource to the body of Christ and a catalyst for revival and reformation from the inside out my hope is to get rid of the war between the church and the public square my my hope is to to dispel the myth that christians have no voice in social issues political issues my hope is to expose the lie that because the devil himself the principalities and powers have made everything to be political in the edge of political identity politics that now christians have no voice they can't speak to anything because everything is politics if you talk about gender It's politics, so you have to get away from that or you're going to be divisive. If you talk about abortion, hey, that's divisive, that's politics, let's not talk about that. I have found, personally, that uh, when we talk about abortion, the men are rarely talked about. Okay, so for example, the feminists talk about abortion and they fight for uh, uh, the pro-choice rights, the, the women's right to choose, my body, my choice. They're fighting to preserve the women's right. Okay, so you go to the uh, uh, pro-life side. When you listen to a lot of them, they're talking about, you know, protecting life, protecting all life. And besides, abortion uh, 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 actually kills women, uh, uh, female children. So it's really not good. And then a lot of times, which which it's all true, by the way, uh, women are hurt you know, for a long, ter- long term. You know, when people, when women undergo an abortion, there's a, a, a serious traumatic scar that is on them for life. Okay? And these are all true. However, we rarely talk about the men. We rarely talk about how the man feels in all this. That's one. We rarely talk about the men, the role that the men plays in allowing for that woman, that poor woman, to go ahead and undergo the abortion. We already talk about the fact that most women are pressured by men to do this. We already talk about the whole idea of some women will not allow themselves to, to, to carry the uh, the child to term because that will destroy their, their, any any prospect they might have with a certain man or, or, or number of men they might destroy their body and and they won't be attractive to men. We, We rarely think about the role that the men play in all this. We rarely speak about the role that men play on the front end as fathers in order to Help their children, both male and female children, understand the sanctity of life. Help their their children understand the have uh, taking responsibility for your actions and all these things. We rarely point this out. We have met abortion about women for the most part. People don't even realize that we're in this mess that we're in primarily because of men. Men like Hugh Hafner, who were Abusive, an abuser of women, an exploiter, objectifying women. He he was a pimp. He made his money from making pretty much women dress a certain way and and seduce other men and make prostitute themselves. He was a pimp. He was a legitimate legal pimp. And his sponsor, pretty much, he, he was one of the people that was at the forefront to see to it that Roe v. Wade would become a reality. People don't know this. People don't realize that the bench of men that decided Roe v. Wade, it was all men, no women. It was all men in the 70s. In other words, if men decided to put their foot down, we wouldn't have the laws on abortion as we have them today. But again, all these people do it on behalf of women, thinking they're helping women. So, to help us kind of talk about this today, I have this article from The Daily Signal. Uh, it's called Men Play a Large Role in Women's Abortion, Abortion Decision Study finds. For those of you who are watching me on YouTube, I'm going to uh, uh, show you the article and the numbers. the screen but for those who are listening to me on podcast on audio version please uh, i'll put the article in the show notes and uh you guys can go and read it and and follow uh uh, what it's you know the, the other links that it's sending us to okay so again the article is from the daily signal which i believe is um an arm of the heritage foundation and the article again is titled Men play a large role in women's abortion decision, a study finds. Men play a critical role in determining, and this is an article, by the way. Uh, quote: Men play a critical role in determining whether a woman chooses to have an abortion, according to CareNet survey released last week. You can't be serious about ending abortion unless you're serious about engaging men. On the issue, said Roland Warren, president and CEO of CareNet, a network of Christian crisis pregnancy centers. CareNet released the findings of a February 25 through March 26, 2021 survey of 1,000 American men whose spouses or partners had had an abortion finding show that roughly three out of four men three out of four men or 74 percent said their partners talked with them about getting an abortion before going through with it again just imagine if most of these men stood up took their position and say hey, hey, hey we're not doing that okay and now this is not to say that the woman will not go through with it yet but i wonder how much those numbers would look if a lot of these men were not selfish in these decisions. And so one of the questions that was asked, as you can see on the screen here, is to the best of your knowledge, with whom did she discuss this with prior to making the abortion decision? 74% were the men, the men involved, the father, okay? And one of the lowest, the, the least people that the person talked to first was an abortion provider. Imagine that. You would think that these people made an abo- a, a decision after talking to the abortion provider and without really having that much of a discussion with the, the, the men involved. Uh, now, on the other hand, I guess this is could be said to be a good thing, because this at least shows that the woman did not make the decision on their own without considering the men involved. My issue is, I wonder how many of these men actually wanted the women to go through with the abortion or insisted that they go through the abortion. But the study will show us, I think, Let's go. 42% of the men surveyed said they either strongly urged or suggested their partner have an abortion when they learned the woman was pregnant. So that answers our question. Half of the men surveyed, about half, over half, more than half of the men surveyed. In other words, out of the 74%, more than half of that strongly urged or suggested they came up with oh yeah, yeah 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 you you gotta get rid of that on the other hand you have 31% according again to this candidate survey you have 31% of the men say they did not give their partner advice one way or another and these are the, the virtue signaling pro choice men that says hey you know you it's your body it's your choice I'm not gonna say one way or another I'm going to support you in whatever decision you make. That's the most cowardly thing a man can ever say to a woman when it has to do with life. Because you've completely disregarded that this has to that there's a human involved, another person. If anything, you have to say, hey, that's our child together. That's not your child. Yes, it's your body, unfortunately, but you should have known this before you want to lay down. But now that we're here, I am not going to cosign murder i'm not going to cosign genocide killing cold blood killing if you see uh, uh how abortion is performed some of you have never seen it there's a video i have one on my on my youtube channel of a doctor explaining the gruesome process of killing a human in the womb what else does the study tell us Among the men surveyed who remained silent about the abortion decision, 63% said they thought it was her choice to make. 61% said they were ready to support her either way. Nearly 20 out of every 100 men said they didn't feel they could say anything. Coward. And look, I understand that this is a very difficult decision. And in part to me, I blame the church because the church has not taken this up for the most part. Individual Christians have, but the church as a whole, for the most part, have not. This is a taboo topic to talk about on the pulpit. This is a taboo topic to talk about at any given time at church or on, on, on any given day, really. Yes, we could talk about these individually amongst ourselves, but this is a taboo subject in the church for whatever reason. So now men do not feel they can say anything about, you know, killing somebody. So you won't stand up. That's your child, by the way. That's your kid. You will not take a stand for your child. That, that's, that's what these men are saying. Crazy. The data also revealed that men play a key role in breaking the cycle of abortion and building a strong family, Warren said. The survey conducted by Lifeway Research found that the number one reason men suggested their partner have an abortion was financial. More than 45% of the men surveyed say we couldn't afford a child at that time. The second leading reason men suggested abortion to their partner, suggested their partner have an abortion, was because they were not ready to be a father. Not ready to be a father. We couldn't afford a child at that time. A child now is just a number. It's just a human, a human being. This is why I believe the church needs to do a lot more than what we're doing right now on this issue. Because we have a generation of people who could care less about human life, they are deciding based on their financial circumstance if somebody lives or dies. This is crazy. But this is because people have a low view on, on human life. A lot of these people, they don't know it's a human they're killing. They think it's a bunch of cells because the world has convinced them of this. Where is the church? Where is the church saying, hey, that's not a clump of cells, that's a human. So if you're going to kill it, just know you're killing a human, and you're going to be answerable to God. And by the way, we as Christians cannot just say all this stuff and go back to our own little hats because these people are genuinely struggling financially, they're genuinely struggling to go through with their pregnancies, because... Maybe they have five other kids and maybe they, they just can't really, they don't think they can afford it because they don't know about all the resources are out there. Because that's the only answer the world has given them. Hey, just get rid of it. So the survey also examined the role the church does or doesn't play in the decision to have an abortion. Among the men surveyed, 47% said they, they attended church at least once a month. At the time of the abortion took place, over half of the men surveyed said they thought that the pastor's teaching on forgiveness does not seem to apply to terminated pregnancy slash abortion. At least twice a month, people are coming to your church, to the church, to any church. And one, they're not hearing anything about abortion because it's a taboo subject. It's politics. Don't touch that. It's a divisive. We we might have people on both sides of the aisle on this issue, so let's not upset anybody. But this is life. These men are saying that the pastor's teaching on forgiveness doesn't seem to apply because it's never mentioned again, in my opinion. If you say God has forgiven you for this, 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 this that, Sometimes people, because this is the one thing that's haunting them, they want to hear this specifically. Hey, let me tell you. And and it helps to put people up on the stage who have undergone this and they they have experienced forgiveness and redemption. Because this is the truth. There is forgiveness for you out there if you either was a man and you allowed or encouraged your woman to go undergo an abortion, or if you're a woman and you have undergone an abortion, there is forgiveness. God still loves you and he is waiting with his arms open to embrace you. All you have to do is repent and ask for forgiveness. That's it. All you have to do if you're a Christian is to say, hey, Lord, forgive me for this, this particular sin. If you're not a Christian, you first have to ask, you know, you have to acknowledge Christ as your personal Lord and Savior. The consequence of not talking about this issue in the church and not applying the gospel to this specific issue is that you have a number, a huge 50%. And another study from um Kenneth also show that about the same number of women, 47 or, or maybe a little over that, who undergo abortion, who go and abort their children, they go to church at least twice a month. So you have somebody in the church who recently found that they're pregnant and they're trying to decide one way or another and we haven't spoken about this. So people think this is just another normal political issue that it's okay to fall on either side. We can agree to disagree. And so they're like, well, you know, you're you're, you're pro-life, that's fine, I'm pro-choice. Without realizing that there's a human involved in all this so we cannot afford... To make this an either or thing. Because God is against murder. This baby is created in the image of God. I don't even have to bring out scriptures to prove this. If If you're a Christian, you should know by now that humans are created in the image of God. And you should know that life begins at conception. Okay? Maybe one day I'll do a video just to prove, but you can find this online with other Christians who have talked about this subject for years, for decades. Life begins at conception, according to the Bible. And humans are created in the image of God. That means they're precious. That means killing an, an unborn child is just the same as killing me, a human. And most importantly, there is forgiveness for those out there who have undergone this, and another issue is there is resources that we need to connect people to, who are thinking about going through abortion. So CareNet, for example, is uh, an organization. It says here that uh, their mission is to acknowledge that every human life begins at conception, is worthy of protection. CareNet offers compassion, hope and help to anyone considering abortion by presenting them with realistic alternatives and Christ-centered support through our life-affirming pregnancy centers, churches, organizations, and individual. Their vision, according to their website, is... It says Kenneth envisions a culture where women and men faced with pregnancy decisions are transformed by the gospel of Jesus Christ and empowered to choose life for their unborn children and abundant life for their families. Kenneth brings together pregnancy centers that are Christ-centered all over the country. So if you go to their website, I will put this in the description as well. If you go to their website, you will find you can put a, there's a place you can put your zip code and it'll bring up all the pregnancy centers in your specific area for mine and i found this a few years ago one, one of the pregnancy centers that is around my area is called align ministries align ministries is in our own backyard and 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 the, their tagline on their website, as you can see, it says, align with God to proclaim the gospel and champion the sacredness of life. I love this. I love this. If you're looking for a place, if you're in Lancaster County or in the surrounding area, I, I mean, you can do this anywhere in the world if you're watching this video and you want something to align with, look into something like this. Align Ministries. They didn't put me up to this. Okay. None of these people put me up to this. I'm just looking at it as a resource because I'm committed to giving resources to the people who would dare to watch and and support my mission here. I'm trying to give a resource to the church. This is a great resource. This is something you can uh, 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 promote in your church to help that woman, that family that's wondering, man, what, what can we do about this situation to help give hope to people? So one of the things that uh, Align does is they do a Sanctity of Human Life Sunday. This is how they partner with the church. These These are the the resources resources you can give to people if you know somebody in your sphere of influence that is suffering, looking for a way out of this. In other words... And they're, this, they're on the verge of making this terrible, terrible decision. You can give them some of these resources. I hope and pray that more and more churches and more and more Christians will partner with these organizations. This is not the only one. There's another organization uh, called uh, Live Action, which I love. Okay. And Live Action is a champion in the pro life movement. My main concern for this video. I'm not trying to change the world. I'm not talking to the world. My message is to the church. What can we do that we're not doing? We need to con- cons- consistently be reevaluating what can we do about this? It, 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 staying in the fours of the church and singing our songs is not gonna cut it in my opinion. There's something that has to be done and we need to mobilize from the church to go out there and help people. And by the way, we don't even to go out there. If the study shows that a good number of these men and women show up to church and they still walk away without knowing one way or another what God says about these issues, that's a problem for me. That's an issue. And I am calling the church out I'm calling that part of the church that has decided to be silent and to remove themselves from this issue. There's no way you could preach the gospel of Jesus Christ and not address these issues. Because as we preach the gospel, we're supposed to disciple people. And as we disciple people, we're supposed to show them how to live rightly. And that's what the Bible says. The gospel transforms But you have to point out issues because the world is also working overtime. The devil is working overtime to evangelize and to confuse, to preach false messages. There's churches out there that are pro-choice. There's Christians who are pro-choice. That is a problem. So we need to get it right. The Bible says for us to have nothing to do with unfruitful deeds of darkness, but rather to expose them. Ephesians 5, 11, I believe. That's what we're called to do. So my call to my, my brothers and sisters is, let's do something. <laughs> Ask yourself, you and your family, pray and say, what can we do about these issues? There's resources out there. Maybe you can give money to some of these organizations. Maybe you could go and volunteer at some of these organizations. I don't know. But what we cannot do, what we need to stop doing is saying, hey that's not my role, that's somebody else's role. Okay, fine. Maybe that's my primary role. What I'm supposed to be doing primarily is to call these things out. But what is your role? That's my question. What's your role? Only you can answer that. Amen. Okay, so in conclusion, I would like to say thank you, thank you so much for joining me Thank you for listening to uh, my podcast, my YouTube channel. Please, if you're watching on YouTube, subscribe, hit the bell notification, share this video. If you're watching on on podcast, by the way, you can find me on uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor FM, Podbean. I'm trying to make it available everywhere that you you get your uh, audio podcasts. So please go look me up, subscribe, leave a review so that other people can, the algorithm can push this to the top. Whatever you do, please share this message. Also, please comment. Let me know what you think. Put whatever other resources that you know about in the comments below because I want this to be a hub where people can come and find resources for different things that we're going to talk about on this channel, in this podcast. Thank you again, and have a blessed day. Peace.